I, I got involved with an organization called Ride to Recovery um, first through a Michigan State study abroad in the summer of 2012. Uh, there was about 30 students, and we were traveling across Europe retracing the path of the Allies um, during World War II as they worked their way south into Germany. And at the time, I had been, we had been visiting different cemeteries and different war memorials. Uh, we, we saw quite a few statues from the Band of Brothers, which mm -hmm. is uh, one of the big airborne units. And so my time that I spent in the service was really heavy on my mind. And going to these cemeteries, it just brings back some of those feelings that you get. Um, and you start to miss the men you lost when you went to battle. And we were in Belgium, and we were at another one of the Band of Brothers memorials, and this stream of cyclists on road bikes starts going by, and we're just kind of watching them. We're getting ready to pose for a picture. And then all of a sudden, someone yells, Go Green! And we all look over there, not expecting to see a Spartan in the middle of Belgium. And this man, uh, John Peruk, stops and he talks to us. Uh, and he just tells us that he's part of an organization called Ride to Recovery, and it's comprised of active and uh, veterans who have been injured or have been hurt in some way during their service. And they do these rides across the U.S. and a few abroad um, to find a way to regain some of that camaraderie you get in the mm -hmm. military and also to provide a physical activity and uh, kind of approach it with a whole healthy healthy mind, healthy body type uh, approach. And so immediately when I saw him in Belgium, I knew that it was just something I wanted to be a part of. Mm -hmm. It was, I could just tell, it just gave off this impression of it was just a good thing. And so <clears throat> the next summer after I um, published the documentary I made about my time in the service, and coming back, the Detroit Free Press ran an article, and John Peruk, the same Spartan that was in Belgium, was waiting um, in the airport to do a ride recovery challenge, and he saw the article, gave me a call, and asked me to go on the Great Lakes Challenge, which was in August of last year, and we rode uh, 380 miles from Chicago to Detroit, coming through East Lansing. And it was such an amazing experience. There's 200 riders, all with their own unique stories, all with their own tales of trouble and and fighting and battle and recovery. And it's it's just really amazing to be mm -hmm. around so many great people mm -hmm. and hear all their stories. And have you always been a biker? I didn't. <laughs> have you ever been a biker? Maybe that's the appropriate <laughs> question. I mean, like most people, I was always on a bike as a kid, you mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I kind of lost touch with it. And the first day that I got to the the Great Lakes Challenge was the first time that I had ever been on a road bike. Wow. <laughs> when I heard when I got invited to go, I went and I got a like a single speed bike mm -hmm. from one of the bike shops downtown. And then it's I've been on one ever since, pretty much. And what was that experience like? I mean, what did you think about and what did you feel as you were consumed in, you know, your past experiences as well as thinking about your comrades as you're riding your bike? What was that like? It's it's such an interesting experience because some part of me feels like I I have this continued duty mm -hmm. to kind of live a life that the men who aren't here anymore would like to be a part of. 
So I try to put myself out there and, and do as many of these challenging and active things as I possibly can. And the way that the rides are set up, you ride uh, in columns of two. Mm -hmm. So mile after mile, you're usually next to the same person for a long time. So you really get to have this shared experience on a bicycle, doing something, you're working, it's exhausting, you're doing upwards of 80 miles a day, it's hard. And it almost kind of breaks you down to get to that point where all your walls get broken down mm -hmm. and you can really develop a bond with the other people on the ride. Mm -hmm. Wow. I guess it's similar to different challenges that you felt when you were, you know, stationed and abroad is you're bound by brotherhood. You're right there next to each other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, there's so many different aspects to coming home mm -hmm. or being in the military. There's so many there's so many different issues that got brought up, orders, conflicts, rights. And basically what it really all boils down to is the person to your right and left. Mm -hmm. The fact that you have to go you have to go together to get through this. And I found if you continue to do that even after you come back, that it is incredibly helpful. Mm -hmm. You have to continue to live the civilian life or the life after war the way that you did when you were in. Mm -hmm. And now again, you're coming back and standing side by side, and you're bringing Project Hero to this area. Uh, so what made you kind of want to continue this and really enable other people to experience what you experienced? Really just the benefit mm -hmm. I saw from the people that I was on the ride with. Um, like, There's just countless stories of people who have said that ride recovery has saved their life or that it has changed the life for the better, or it has given them that tool to get through life. Mm -hmm. And after I saw that and after the effect it had on me, I had to do whatever I could to give that opportunity to other people. So after the Great Lakes Challenge, I went to California to do the California Challenge in October, and the whole ride, you're... You're on the Pacific Coast Highway, like one of the most famous highways in the country, and you're out overlooking the ocean and the most beautiful scenes you've ever seen. And it's not a lot of things, it's not a lot of, it's not a thing a lot of people get the chance to do mm -hmm. on a bicycle. Mm -hmm. So you're just feeling incredibly privileged to do this. And then after the California Challenge, I attended the Project Hero training camp, and basically they go through the process of getting bicycles, getting the things that you need in order to run a regional representation of the larger ride recovery organization. Mm -hmm. Because the the organization as a whole, ride recovery, there's only about 200 people max that can go on these challenges just due to logistic reasons and planning and, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So in order to reach out to a greater number of people, they implemented the Project Hero program, which basically allows people to get onto bikes on a daily basis anywhere in the country. And then and then the new riders who aren't, haven't been on a bike for a while, they get to work up and then get to go do these challenges that are all over the country and all over the world. And what has been the response from people as you're developing this here in this area, maybe from community members as well as from veterans? Um, I've got a lot of support as mm -hmm. far as uh, outreach and a lot of people want to help um, 
the biggest challenge is finding people who want to participate actually um i found that not a lot of people look at cycling as uh something that's number one on their list to do mm. and i was the same way when i was stationed in california near my base we saw cyclists riding by on a regular basis so they were always kind of viewed to me as pests, like just <laughs> just people on bikes, like, come on, get in a car, like, get with the real world, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I got on one, and I, I discovered how fun it can be. Mm-hmm. And, and not only that, how much of a challenge it can be because there's a really big dynamic to, to riding in a group. Um, you're, your wheels inches away. Sometimes you're going near 30 miles an hour. And how I really think that it helps veterans when you're doing it like that is you have to sh- you have to stop thinking. You mm-hmm. have to be in the moment and only focus on what you're doing. And so many times, uh, people who struggle when they come home or they just they just don't feel like the person they once were. They let all these worries constantly creep into their mind, and they don't. They have trouble finding that one that thing that lets them just let go. Mm-hmm. At least that's the way I was. So. That time on a bike for me is peace. It's the time when my mind isn't questioning and racing. It's just it's calm and it's quiet. And mm-hmm. and you can find that a lot of ways. It doesn't have to be cycling. I and I hope that anybody that feels like that finds that thing. And you know, if it, if cycling's not your thing, more power to you. But you know, I just I just want to provide the opportunity to those people that mm-hmm. you know maybe they want to give it a shot. And looking at your life, how have you changed? You know, we talked to you a year about a year ago about your documentary, but how have you changed ever since you got back into the States and as you're developing into civilian life? Yeah, last time we talked, I was at kind of an inter- interesting point because I had just, you know, publicly admitted that, you know, I had been diagnosed with PTSD and that. Mm-hmm. that just, one, it, it feels good to get that off your back, but on the other hand, you're wondering how people are going to view you, mm-hmm. if they're going to look at you differently, if they're going to pity you. And so after that, I just had this tremendous outreach of support. You know, people were just like, just keep doing what you're doing. And every time that I write an article, every time that I talk to somebody, every time that I make a video, people just say, just keep doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And that's what I do. I just That's the thing that drives me and keeps me doing and. You know, I've always had the approach that if I help but even one person, then that's then I will feel like I've done what I was here to do. So, mm-hmm. so far, so good. I think you're doing a good job. <laughs> well, Logan Stark, anything else you'd like to add? No, I think I'm good. Thanks for having <laughs> me on again. I like coming on the radio. Yeah, well, thank you for coming. We appreciate it, and we wish you the best of luck with Project Hero, Hero and everything else you have on your plate. <laughs> of course. Thank you.